Ooh, yeah! Killer Pod from Outer Space presents War Games. What is up, party people? Welcome back to another episode of Killer Pod from Outer Space. I am one half of the podcasting tag team champions of the world, Jeff DeVazista, and with me as always is my partner in crime, Mr. Vincent Markle. Champions of the world! Yeah, I just claimed that right now. There's no... We're uh, back, goddammit! Stop screaming. Ooh, you're scaring me. Uh, yeah, the Halloween hangover is officially over. We are back for No Horror November. No Horror November. So we'll be making some uh, fun lists. And uh, something a little bit different. Yeah, doing something a little different. Nothing crazy, nothing too out of the norm. But uh, giving everyone a break because come Christmas time, we have no clue what we're gonna do. <laughs> yeah, what do we do for? We we already did top. We Christmas have a couple ideas. We have some ideas. <laughs> we have some ideas. Um, so what's new, man? It's Christmas been a while. through the decades. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It was kind of nice uh, to watch things that weren't horror. I suppose. Yeah, I just, you know me, I watch Married with Children and stuff. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> and your uh, Unsolved Mysteries. Oh yeah, big time. But yeah, dove into some non-horror stuff. Nothing really movie related. That's cool. Producer, are we watching any movies? We've been cramming a lot of shows. That's what I into. figured as much. A lot of shows. A lot of, a lot of binge watching. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, not, not much here. I, uh. God, man, I've been doing that thing where I go lay in bed at 6, 7 o'clock and just go through Married with Children episodes and stuff. Why um, don't you just watch something new? I don't know, because I, I, I like the familiarity of it. I like getting that blast to the past. Um, yeah, that's fine for, like, an episode or two. Like, I'll, oh, I do it for, like, entire nights, yeah. Like, yeah, I can do it for nights. I just, like, I'll remember, like, childhood memories, sitting in my kitchen, a little TV, watching it. It's fun. I don't know. Plus, I have this, like... New stack of Blu-rays I got to get through that I'm dragging yeah, my too. feet on. Yeah. And then the Black Friday sales are coming quite soon. And that's going to bring on two more stacks at least. I have to, uh, well, just because I've been meaning to do it for my whole life, but also get ready for a future episode, I have a big stack of Godzilla movies yeah. coming. Yeah, I got to get through that too. I got that whole box set I got to look into. My thought, I mean, I'm going to buy the box set at one point. My thought is... You borrow all the Blu-rays that I got, and I can borrow your yeah. box set. Speaking of which, uh, not to get completely off topic, got to look at the Criterion sale, because that is this month, and I hope I didn't miss it. It wouldn't be the beginning of the month, did it? No. Okay. Soon. If right, not, and no. It's uh, two weeks long. Oh, is it? I thought it was just a week for some reason. No, it's two weeks. I'm going to look right now. I would imagine it's in, during Black Friday, so probably two weeks before. Oh, you think so? I think. I mean, that's a that's a wild time to put on a sale during Black Friday. Yeah, I don't see it. Oh wait, no, fifty percent off bestsellers. So. So it's not yet. Not yet, I guess. No, this is the whole catalog. Sallow's one of the bestsellers. Whoa, that's weird. <laughs> that movie's like weird. Made up. Did I ever tell you about how I watched that on YouTube? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like back in. I don't know the early two thousands or like when YouTube was still like newish, and like. I was like, yeah, let me see what this Salo thing's all about. And I was just looking for, like, clips, and I found the whole movie on YouTube. And I was hmm. quite, um, quite disgusted. What are you showing? Uh, the sale is right now. Oh, really? Yep, till the November. It's a whole month. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
So that's cool. Um, that's actually really cool because that means I can take my time because I'm really looking for that Night of the Living Dead one. Yeah, yeah, good luck. Yeah, that's what I hear. Um, do you mind if I do the beer? Yeah, tonight? I was going to say, by all means. So let me start off by saying I don't like this can. <laughs> nah, nah. Um, so tonight's beer, there's a little bit of a story with it. So the, it's called Choosy Chowy Wowie India Pale Ale. The can is like a, a hippie theme kind of thing. Very heavily. Yeah, very heavy. But I assure you the beer is good. This beer comes from Bucks County Brewing. Brewery. Brewery, I'm sorry. Um, I went out there on my vacation. I didn't really know what to expect. I'd only heard about it. Vinny was always like, eh, it's not worth going out there. End up. Well, this is my old stomping grounds. Yeah. And it's not that I didn't think it wasn't worth going to. I just think there's a handful of really good breweries that you could have hit. But that's not what I was there for, brother. I was there for the experience. Um, so I, I venture over with Brother Pete. It's a brisk fall afternoon. Mm. Um, didn't really know what to expect. Their outside is super cool. Bunch of picnic tables and fire pits. Uh, on the weekends, they get like fire tr- or fire trucks, food trucks. <laughs> they have fire trucks too sometimes, I guess, <laughs> if the fire pits get out of control. Um Food trucks, and they have, like, live music and stuff. Inside's a little tiny bar. Nothing nothing major. Um, got a little chilly out, so me and Pete ventured in. So, yeah, we go in, and we meet one of the owners. Uh, his name is Bill. And super cool dude. Uh, couldn't have been nicer. Hooked us up with a bunch of samples of, like, all their beers. Um, turns out, as we're talking, he is a super huge, like, horror nerd. Um, much like us, he's been in like independent horror movies. He played like Sasquatch in a movie and like a zombie in a movie. Uh, but he's super just into the scene, uh, loves the classic stuff. But he also hooked me up with a four pack of their like flagship beer. It's uh, it's called Choosy Choosy Chowie Wowie in the Pale Ale. Um, it is. It's a good beer. It's a, a solid IPA. Uh, I really dug it. And he gave it to you because he wanted it like, for the purpose of it being yeah, yeah. Episode just beer, just right? to, to put it on the show and um, you know let the world know Bucks County Brewery is out there. Um, so we already cracked these, unfortunately. So if you want to just give it a a phony crack, go right ahead. Click click clack. There's one. Um, yeah, well, I'll do my sippage. That is quite good. Yeah, I um I don't get into the whole like hippie can, but you know whatever yeah, it's a can. But, yeah, um, yeah, it's good though. It is it's like juicy, smooth, nice stuff. Yeah, I like it a lot. So big shout out to Bill for the hookup out at Bucks County Brewery. Uh, hopefully we'll get him on the show, talk some horror, and uh, maybe in the warmer months we'll be able to set something up, go out there, do a little recording. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be super fun. cool. Yeah, on location. Yeah, plus we got brother Pete right down the road and. Yeah, we can bring about a dozen or so of our closest friends out and, <laughs> and just throw down. And dogs in the house. Dogs in the house. What do you got going on there, producer? I am drinking my favorite brewery. I drink it on the show all the time. Imprint Beer Company. Smoogee Patisserie Wildberry Creme Brulee. Longest beer name ever. Too sweet. I love Imprint, but when they get into all their crazy uh, dessert style stuff, it's too much for me. Is it too sweet or is it too sweet? Too sweet. I love everything in print does. I know you yeah, do. Yeah. I know you do. Did, <laughs> did you just say that? Um, sorry. But 
That is the beer. That was my first uh, beer intro. I hope everyone enjoyed well it. Done. Thank you. Thank you. Good work out of you. All right. Well, let's jump right into back to back. What do you got for your music pick? My music. Oh, my goodness. So this one just jumped up and bit me like uh, the bullet in Forrest Gump's butt. Uh, the new Limp Biscuit record. It's called Out or um, Still Sucks, rather. My goodness. Is it good? And by, I mean, it was not like going to change your life good, but it's so fun. I had a it's, fun time listening It's to this. so all over the place. It's got the old new metal, the old Limp Biscuit sound with some hip hop stuff in there mm-hmm. and some sort of poppy song to finish it. Like, yeah. it, it's wild. Um, that intro riff, or the riff, I should say, for the intro song, um, Out of Style, that John rips. I've, yeah. been, I've been in love with that lately. I'm making stuff listening to that song a few times. Yeah. It's, Multiple times. It's very good. Very good. And a good. Good on Limp Biscuit that just. I'm glad he told me about it because I would have never given that time of day. Yeah, ten like, years. I would have been. Like, Ugh, new Limp Biscuit. Who cares? <laughs> I couldn't and, even tell you what's on the last record, but this one just it rips. Quite good. Um, I wanted to tell you, Angel Maker. I don't know if you saw put out two more songs. Nope. So they're doing this. I don't. Know, I don't know what their uh, their end game is here. I, I guess they'll put it all the songs into one album. But every month, every two months, they put out two songs at the same time. And I, I guess they're treating it like an EP, at least on Spotify, but they have like a, a title for what the two songs are under. So there was hmm. there was Dawn, there was Twilight, there was Dusk. Um, and these two new ones are just bangers. Like they are probably the heaviest out of the six they've released in the last couple of months. Okay. Quite good. All right. And then I discovered a uh, new band. They've been around for a little while. They have uh, three or four albums. But it's sort of like, uh, I mean, the, the the music isn't comedy, but the name of the band is Kill Iterus. So, Kill. <laughs> Kill Iterus. Yeah. That's... And then all the songs, um, their titles are all like based around 90s TV shows and movies. And they are heavy as fuck, too. And awesome. Awesome stuff. Yeah, I just heard some of that in your car. I was yeah. enjoying it. On our way to get the China food. It was busy time at the Chinese place, let me tell you. That's all I had for music. Yeah. Um, I yeah, have, I, we'll be getting into watching some some movies, shows. I did want to mention Midnight Mass is so freaking good. Yeah. If you're if you're gonna watch something new, just please watch that so we can discuss it. All right. All it right. is. I mean, Mike Flanagan, he is just on fire. He hasn't had a a week. Yeah, release or anything in like his career, I feel like. And this show is very, very good. Very uh, religion-heavy. And where it ends up going, I mean, we haven't finished it yet, but where it ends up going is... Mm-mm-mm. Okay. Um, I Honestly, like I said, I... Yeah, you've been watching your regrets. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had a... I don't know if this is news or it's going to be a gripe. I'm not sure what it's going to be yet, but... So I think it's called Terror Records. They're putting out the Freddy's Nightmares soundtrack. Okay, cool, great. When's the Blu-ray coming, dude? Well, it even says it in the Blade Discussion. Does it? Yeah. (laughs) Like I like while we wait for the Blu-ray release. I mean, someone's got to do it. Yeah. Um, I need it. Like I don't care how good, bad. I need it to. I'm completionist. Yes, I need it. And I mean, I don't. I feel like no one has the chops. To be able to do it other than Scream Factory? We'll see. I mean, 
But, I mean, what if Screen Factory's putting together a Nightmare on Elm Street box set, including that? It's going to be big. Oh, God, I hope that happens. I don't need the remake in the box set. I can leave that out and just, I just and do the series. I, I can't believe it hasn't been done yet. Like, they did Friday the 13th. They did Tales from the Dark Side. I um, Where is my Freddy's Nightmare? I want to see it. But I am going to buy that vinyl. Well, I don't have a record player. Yeah, so. it, uh, it looks cool. I'm assuming it's a good soundtrack. Never seen the show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I saw this show when I was a child, and I remember being scared because I was, like, super young. And yeah, was, It would come on at, like, 4 o'clock after the football game, and it's like, oh. I never caught it on TV. Yeah, it was weird. I remember. Did you watch Freddy's Nightmares? The Number Elm Street TV series that was out yeah. from 88 to 90? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one of the biggest reasons they think it didn't make it because it was, like, it was good enough to stay on TV, but people think because it was in syndication – like, it was coming on at, like, 4 o'clock or midnight. Like, it didn't yeah. have a, you know, 4 o'clock, you've got kids like me still, like, lingering around the house. And then, oh, what's this? And yeah. crap in my pants. I think I was, like, I remember being, like, really snowy that day, too. I just remember being, like, blisteringly cold. And, like, the it was like a Patriots game was on. And it ended, and then it just, like, went right into Freddy's Nightmares. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Patriots weren't good back then. Oh, no, no, this is this is the bad Patriots. Um, that sounds cool, though, watching some Freddy's Nightmares in the snow. Well, I mean, it would be now. Yeah. When I didn't know any better, and I was terrified. Um, not real, well, sort of news, but I was minorly interested in the new Home Alone movie coming mm. out on Disney Plus until yeah, I saw the trailer. British. It's British. Yeah, it's British. Yeah. And then just the trailer, I was like, ugh. I was yeah. like, that's a hot piece of garbage. I'm not watching that. I didn't bother watching the trailer it's got, a, it's got a pretty decent cast too like i, I it looked awful well but it's then, like the sixth one it, like you know what i mean like didn't they make like five of the original and only uh, the first two are any good the third one's not bad oh, i don't remember i think there was four all right because uh the fourth one was also atrocious and it was like the idea of like a rich kid Doing Home Alone. Oh, whatever. So he had all this like, technology and stupid stuff. It was, it was terrible. Also in the Disney Plus news, we don't talk about Disney Plus much in this show, but uh, you see they're, they're kind of doing like a reboot of X-Men the Animated Yep, series. X-Men 97. Yeah. That's sweet. That, that's, that was a trend a little bit ago in comic books. They did like Batman 89. Yeah. Where it was continuing from the Michael Keaton Which movies. I want to read that. I, I, yeah, so do I, I. seeing articles about it. And it yeah. sounds interesting. They did 66, which is like the Adam West ones. So it's a very cool idea, especially when you can use that type of um, media, like cartoons and, and comic books, because yeah. you know, the imagination is, is your – the sky is your limit with that. It's, you can go wherever you want it to. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I really want to get them 89s. I have to see if there's like a trade paperback or something. Man, but I love some X-Men. Yeah. Series. It's weird because they said it's going to be a continuation – and um, the last season of that played all jacked up and out of order. And I don't know if you remember, but, like, the animation was completely different because it was a different uh, animator that did it. And something happened where I guess, like, Fox or some whatever the case was, they, like, lost interest in, like, they just were, like, trying to get them out. So they ended up showing them in just, like, random order. And there's, like, a continuation of the stories that just, like, gets all lost in translation because of it. Well, I'm sure they'll clean it up. Get it back on track. Oh, no doubt. It's Disney. They got the money. 
If I, just, I just don't trust them. Um, you kind of have to. I know. They own Marvel, so I don't really have a choice. I know. It'd be nice They're... if they went with the, the animated series, too, because that kind of finished on a cliffhanger. For what? Spider-Man, the animated series. Ah. Yeah. I don't know what you would call it. Spider-Man, Fox Kids version yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Um, that's all I have for you. Yeah, that's it too. I don't, I don't really have much. Yeah, the the hangover is real. I think it's not just us. I think every, after Halloween, everyone's kind of like, <sighs> yeah. All right, let's let's regroup here and and get it get it going. Something just finished filming. I saw, but I don't remember what it was. It wasn't uh, anything wild. It's, oh, the new uh, Predator. Some more information. Yeah, it's gonna be called Prey. Yeah. Yeah. I like that idea. Three hundred years ago, and it's like a prequel. Oh, is that? What, I didn't read anything so it's about gonna it. Be, I think it's going to be Predator's first trip to Earth for one of his hunting trips, or one of their hunting trips. All right. And um, he, three hundred years ago, encounters a uh, some kind of tribal native girl out in, in that's she's the one that's going to be defending herself and maybe her tribe. I don't no, know. I thought they were going to like get it on. No. No. Um, yeah. No, that's it. Yeah. But before we get into our war games, well, you know what I was thinking? So for people that maybe someone news tuning in for this episode, because they're like, they're like, ah, it's non-horror, and then maybe they'll get into the horror stuff. The whole war games concept is myself and Jeff, at least, uh, and then we sometimes have guests. We comprise a list, usually top seven, but depending on the topic, it can be anywhere from top 10, 12, 15, whatever. Uh, <clears throat> Um, a top list. We're not saying it's, you know, the top in its craft or in an artistic ways. Our favorites uh, of whatever topic we're doing. It might be a director. It might be a subgenre. It might be a what's it called? A topic in movies. And then we have cage matches, which we are doing tonight, where we take two actors or two directors and do a list of both their catalogs and see who comes out with the most movies on the list and they win the cage match. Wrestling reference, if you will. Lots of wrestling. <laughs> so, anyway, before that, while I have you guys here, in the spirit of this week's episode, which we didn't announce yet, let me run something by it. Give me your favorite famous brothers. Ooh. Do they have to be real? Can they be fictional brothers? Sure, whatever you want. All right. I'm a big fan of the Vega brothers. Okay. Oh, Pulp Fiction. Okay. Reservoir Dogs. Let me see. Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Do the Dudley boys count? Oh, yeah. <laughs> big time. The Dudleys. <laughs> what do you uh, got, producer? Favorite brothers? Why are you mouthing where yeah, it's you like speak. you're kidnapped or something? Just, just You can speak. You can just say, I don't have any. I don't have any. Wonderful. How about you? Uh, so I'm going to go three different brothers. Okay. Sense. Right. For music, I got Vinnie Paul and Zach. Oh, yeah. I knew you were going there. For <coughs> cinema, I got the Baldwins. Ooh. Great clan that's brothers. A, well, that's a... Yeah, but can you imagine sitting at their Thanksgiving table? It's probably just Alec yelling at everybody. <laughs> uh, and then for sports, Peyton and Eli. All right, yeah. Peyton they're Eli. great, especially with this whole new thing yeah. they're doing with the uh, Monday night games. They're just a lot of fun. Yeah. 
I gotta watch more of that. I keep every every week. There's some something controversial that happened. I think they're on a break for like three or four weeks, and, yeah. they, and they pick back up at the end of the season. Right. Yeah. I think if they overdid it, it would lose its uh, yeah. luster. Um. Yeah, I guess a lot of people are like are writing to ESPN and writing to them that they should just take over uh, Monday Night Football, the two of them. But then they both said like, no, like that defeats the purpose. We don't want to be in a booth. The whole point is we're in our homes, and we're just Two guys, two brothers, you know, bust each other's stones, watching the game and commenting on it. I guess all it needs to be. I dig it. All right, that's what I got. Cool, cool. All right, so you ready for the cage match then? Yes, so the cage match is going to be Ridley Scott versus his little brother, Tony Scott. Ooh, this is definitely a Vinny list. I'll tell you that much. These are great films. They're not. Uh, there's nothing wrong with them. I just a lot of them I haven't seen in so long. Some Ooh. of them I haven't seen at all. Man, I love these guys. Like these, the, they're easily two of my favorite directors, and their film catalog, which we're gonna go uh, somewhat deep into tonight. We're going top ten for uh, this list. Yeah, and we're gonna play it straight up. So the winner of trivia just gets number one. Yep. We're not no, doing anything uh, fancy. No money in the bank, no quantity or quality, just straight up back and forth picks. All right, let's get going here. Producer, kick us off with some trivia to find out who's going to be getting the number one pick. Woo! All right, you guys ready? Exciting. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, <laughs> crackers. Oy. Sorry. Okay. Um... Ridley Scott directed which movie adaptation of the Thomas Harris trilogy? Hannibal. Oh my god, you got an answer? Huh? Whoa! <laughs> that is correct! Oh my god. I love the Thomas Harris trilogy. Vinny got one! That's great. He never answered I was that. coming to me, but it was like I had to think about it. He just knew it. Very good. That's um, shocking. Number one pick, buddy. Does that mean I picked number ten? Yeah. Numero I'm ner- 10 I'm nervous about number one. I don't know why. Maybe we should enact vetoes. <laughs> vetoes? How can you veto? Because it should be higher on the list. No, we don't do that anymore. That's been that's been gone for <laughs> a while now. Well, if you have a little throwback episode. <sighs> Bubby. This is tough for me. Because I'm picking... No- Alright. <laughs> He's not used to not picking number one. It's not even that, that we're on like such a... I hope you pick my number 10. That would work out for everybody. Ready? Number 10. You have to announce it there. Remember. You're, you're doing all this weird mouthing tonight where you're not actually saying words. You're yeah, just you like... say words. I am saying words. At number 10, Jeff has selected Matchstick Men. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Uh, I haven't seen it in a long time, but I'll tell you what. Sam Rockwell. Yeah. I love him. Yeah. I love him. Uh, Nick Cage doesn't hurt either. It is the story of a con man who finds out he has a daughter and then decides to uh, use her to pull cons. And then, do I give away the, the twist ending? Yeah. Dude, he came out. The like... daughter <laughs> is, is conning him with uh-huh. Sam Rockwell. Oh, my God. It's wild. Uh, it's fun, though. It's, it's a good twist. It's, it's it's like one of those like cutesy movies. Uh, it's fun. I love Sam Rockwell. Like I, I'll, I'll watch anything he's in. Um, I love Charlie's Angels, the movie, just because Sam Rockwell's in it. Like I'll watch it 
no matter what. Um, plus, this can fall into the uh, soon-to-be Nick Cage. I list. was gonna say this, this could easily. That's gonna be a big number list over there. Yeah, it's it's gonna I mean, be at a, least. That's gonna be a huge magnet. Probably fifteen, and I can see Magic Man showing up on there. I'm sure Pete adore this one. Yeah, when's the last time you saw this? Yeah, that's it's it's been a long time. It's been a long time. It's definitely gonna be on the rewatch list for uh, studying up for the Nick Cage draft. Yeah, um, I I will say too, just for anyone listening, I don't know what happened and who did it, but HBO Max or Netflix has like every one of their movies. Yeah, it's so they're easily accessible. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That twist though, that yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. All right, so matchstick. All right, I see you. you get your card. I gave you cards. They're right in front of you. There's stuff on them. Yeah, you're right on the other side. We have to use our cards. We're producing a podcast on a tight budget. <laughs> <laughs> we it's use recycling. all the card. At number nine. Vinny has selected Unstoppable. What's I don't know that one. Oh. You don't know Unstoppable? No, it's Unstoppable. Denzel and uh, that doesn't get. I mean, Denzel. Nothing wrong with that. The, uh, runaway train going through Pennsylvania. No, I don't remember this at oh, all. Dude, you gotta see it. So. Chris Pine. Chris Pine and Denzel. So and this is uh, Tony Scott's last movie before his untimely passing. Um, why'd you pause on that? I didn't. I was burping. Um, <laughs> um, so the setup for this, so it's a runaway freight train, and Denzel's like the seasoned uh, conductor. Chris Pine's like the young up and coming guy. Shoots from the hip. Denzel's like wise and experienced. Like yeah, I'll teach you the ways. You can't just go, you know, pushing those levers and riding this train how you want to do it. And the <laughs> sounds ridiculous. <laughs> no, well, I didn't know. You know, I don't know what train things they're doing. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't understand either. Like, but the train ends up. Something happens with the controls. It's, it's a runaway train, and it's going. You know, hundred miles an hour, ripping down the track, and it's headed towards a bend. And if it goes launching off this bend, it's going to go crashing down into. A chemical factory that'll that'll explode and wipe out the whole town. It's very very lo- loosely based on a true story. Um, but how how do they stop a train? So and, 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 and the way that uh, Tony Scott does this thing, it's set up like a fucking slasher. What? Where the tr- <laughs> like, like that's just the way they're approaching it in a way, or he's approaching it. They're treating this train like it's some like like an unstoppable killer. There's, uh, the way it's filmed, and I don't know how to explain it. You gotta see. Do it. people like die as like the things happening? Like the train just like hucks them off? No, no, no. But like I don't know how to explain it. Or I mean, I guess a more realistic analogy is they're treating the train like uh, like Jaws, like a great white shark. Um, you gotta see it. It's very good. It's yeah, very, I, I, it's, it's I very, can't even remember. It's this. very intense. The the dynamic of Denzel versus Chris Pine. So they and, don't get along. No, uh, but then you know they during this this event they become closer and begin to trust each other and blah blah blah. Save the day. Hmm. Um, yeah, I don't. What? Quite good. God, man, I 
Nothing. Is this like the end of the Denzel run? It's got to be, right? I don't remember this. Denzel's though. run hasn't stopped. Oh. All right. Fair see enough. The, see the Equalizer? Come on. Equalizer 2? No. I've never seen the Equalizer movies. What does he equalize? Like, scores? Yes. He wipes people out. Mm. Especially if they mess with his people. Who are his people? This little girl. Oh. Is this like Eraser? With with Arnold? Yeah. No, that's a much different premise than movie. Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> All right. At number eight, uh, Jeff has selected Top Gun. At eight? Eight, baby. What, you want it higher? Oh, what are you, a, some kind of monster? Yeah. <laughs> Top Gun at eight? You don't love the testosterone-filled action-packed I love that movie, but it should be much higher. Oh, no. There's much better. Um, I mean, come on. Iceman? Yeah. Mav? Maverick? That chick? What's her name? Kelly McGillis? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Top Gun was weird, because I remember as a kid loving it, and now it's, like, hilarious to watch. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's hilarious, but I still love it, and I love all its ridiculous... Humor when it's nine it's sometimes trying to be funny. Yeah, the, the volleyball. The volleyball and the jeans. Yeah. And then the date. Can I use your shower? Or I'm going to... I don't think he even asked. <laughs> I think he said, I'm going to take a shower. Like, after I ate their salad. Oh, yeah. They ate a salad. Work up a sweat eating a salad. The uh, the Kenny Loggins soundtrack is, oh, is what makes it, though. Highway to the Danger Zone? Yeah. Get out of here. I don't... I don't get how this made Tom Cruise, like, the action star, though. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't very action-y. Yeah. He's all short. Yeah, he's <laughs> not. It's like, and then all of a sudden, it's just like, I'm going to be in every I don't big think action-y is, movie. This isn't what um, gave him that platform. You don't think it so? It was, um, oh, God. It's a huge series now. The Spy movie. No, Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. Because no, that's way after. This is like 88, 89. No, I know. But like, I, I don't think this jumped him into action. I don't know. I feel like it kind of did. But I could be off. I could be off. Let's pull it up. For yeah, the sake go of, ahead. For the sake of. Because uh, there's another movie that's like semi-action. Oh, my God. I just, no. I just parted Tom Cruise on IMDb. You yeah. love Tom Cruise. <laughs> don't act like you don't. Because um, there's another Scott movie that's probably not going to make the list. So I'm just going to say it anyway. But like Days of Thunder. That was basically Top Gun with cars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I mean. <laughs> and it's like they're trying to make an action movie out of like NASCAR. It's very weird. Listen, I love some Top Gun. Val Kilmer, great. Yeah, that's a guy. I mean, he, he's in rough shape now from what I've heard. He's got like throat cancer or whatnot. Or he did. I don't know if he still he's, does. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's struggling. But man, I would have loved to have met him in like his Val Kilmeriest prime, like uh-huh. Doc Holliday, Tombstone era, yep. Batman Forever yep. stuff. That would have been sweet. God, what, what him, was him, it? And the, him and the one liners back and forth with Tom Cruise are yeah. great. All right, so as we know, Top Gun was eighty six. Oh, eighty six. That's way earlier. Before that, that, like he was just doing his pretty boy stuff, right. risky business, The Outsiders. So then he did Color of Money. Then he did Cocktail. So he, he was still, oh, in, still, okay, still right. doing his pretty band thing. Rain yeah. Man, Born on the Fourth of July, Days of Thunder, yeah. Few Good Men, The Firm, Interview with a Vampire, Mission Impossible. Wow, yeah, you're right. What When's Mission Impossible? 96. Damn. So I don't think... Yeah, he, and then, okay. 
But then even after that, he never he never really did action other than Mission Impossible. Oh, Minority Report. Yeah, that was two thousand two. You know what? Maybe he's not an last. The Last Samurai. Maybe it's not so much action movies, but he likes to do those like big stunts. Yeah, yeah. And maybe that's just what throws me off. It's like the the plane stuff in this was great. Oh yeah, and I am so excited for Maverick. So excited. That's actually happening? Oh, yeah. They just keep pushing it back because of freaking COVID because they want to have a big, big theater release. Um, This thing is going to be dope. He was in these fighter jets, and I think they had three fighter jets, and they put four IMAX cameras on each jet. What? So we're going to see some, like, yeah. Yeah. We're going to see some flying stuff. Flying stuff. (laughs) Took me a minute to like process what you said. It's I was gonna like, be great. Right. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, dude. All right, so I had a late phases moment today. I'll just say that. Hmm. Hmm? about? I had a late phases moment today where I watched something and it kind of changed my. Oh, you were sour on it. No, because late phases came in oh, oh, last during minute. the werewolf, and I was like, whoa, hold up. That kind of changes everything. And Ooh, I had another moment like that today. Okay, all right. Like I said, I'm not going to be really mad about anything on these lists because I love yeah. both their Even looking like, oh, we should probably be saying who directed each, too. Uh, can we go back and do that? Is that possible real quick? Yeah, I thought we'd been saying. Oh, okay. No, no, we never said who directed them. I mean, this Scott. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which Scott? Scott. Yeah. All right, so Master Man was Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott. Unstoppable was Tony Scott. Tony Scott. Top Gun is Tony Scott. Top Gun is Tony Scott. Okay. So Tony's up. All right. Tony's up. I'm going to go with... Yeah, that's what I said. I said... Now you saying that kind of threw me off, so I'm wondering what I was going to pick is the one you're talking about. All right, I'm going to... It shouldn't be a surprise, but maybe where I have it will be. The um, the quality of actor these two get too in their movies, man. Every, Holy uh, everyone wants to work for them. Yeah, yeah. like there's just top notch actors in everything they do. Uh oh, I gotta look. Did you write the director? Not happy about this one? No, I'll, I'll, I'll just say it. Okay. Yeah. All right. At number seven, Tony Scott again, the last Boy Scout. Oh, I had that just off. Just off the list? Yeah, it was okay. my 11. Okay. If I didn't go with well, Matchstick. I had Matchstick Men. Yeah, if, if, I was, if I didn't do Matchstick Men, it would have been the last Boy Scout. All right. Well, yeah, another Tony Scott. This is just all kinds of fun. Um, Bruce Willis being, like, basically John McClane. <laughs> but, like, a, but so, like, John McClane, what John McClane became in the later movies of Die Hard, where he's just, like, a burned-out alcoholic cop, doesn't give a shit. Fuck the, uh, whatever, you know, fuck what the <laughs> other guys are saying. I'm going to do my thing. It's my show. Great opening scene. May I argue the best opening, like, ridiculous opening scene to an action movie ever? I mean, you can argue it. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? I can't remember. <laughs> ah, the opening scene, pouring down rain, super dark filmed football game where... I remember the football. The kick return... And he um, is returning a kick and pulls a gun out of his pants and starts shooting everybody as he's running for the touchdown. Holy crap, I do remember and this. Then, <laughs> and then he's in the end zone and he says, I think he just says, 
fuck you and shoots himself. It's <laughs> <laughs> coming back. Yeah. Once again, another one of those movies, like when I was a kid, because Damon Wayans was in it. I love Damon Wayans. And as a kid, like in Living Color, so I like had to see it. And luckily, if it was like an action movie, my dad was pretty lenient about letting me see like a violent, curse-filled movie. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I probably haven't seen this since I was like a younger guy. Damon Wayne's as the comic relief, like, you know, so like they be- become reluctant partners in bringing down this um, um, crooked politician slash owner of a football team. Um, so, Jerry Jones? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's just one <clears throat> liner after one liner, really cheesy humor, but good action. And then the little girl, you know who that is? No, nah, I don't. I don't. Danielle Harris. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't like, dude. I told you a lot of these. I should have rewatched, and I just, I didn't. Um, didn't Danielle Harris was like uh, Bruce Willis's foul-mouthed tween daughter. Okay. That just like gets in the way of the investigation and causes a ruckus. Danielle Harris, man. She's probably. I'd have to look into it, but I bet you she did more stuff as like a child that was like uh, memorable than as an adult. Not knocking her. I'm just saying, like you always. Yeah, remember, otherwise like, she hasn't done more as an adult. Yeah, like I think she directs a lot now. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, but you like you'll always remember like Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead, mm-hmm. um, that other movie, uh, <laughs> Halloween Four and Five. Yeah. yeah, I was trying not to go hard. Ah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that, that's one I really wanted to rewatch. I just never got around to it. Um, yeah, like you said, dude, I gotta just put the movies on because I will get in my married with children, this old house, always sunny wormhole and just not come out. I've seen all of these movies so many times except for one that I've seen, but just only a couple times and I still had fun rewatching them just to have them fresh in my brain for this list. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to rewatch this one soon. I really got to. Wasn't there um No, no, I'm thinking of Bullet. Was that Bulletproof Adam Sandler? I was going to say it was similar to this, but it's not. It's not. Well, isn't it? Isn't that Adam Sandler and Damon Wayans? Yeah, but it, Adam Sandler's like a prisoner he's transporting or something. Yeah. yeah. Not good. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. If I even saw it, I don't remember. <laughs> What number are we on? We're at six, and this is uh, where the tide may turn. I don't know. All right. Number six. I think Tony Scott's taking over the list. I think oh, he is. Shit. I think he is. Jeff has selected The Hunger. Hmm. Yeah. So, I, and I... Is this your... This is my... This is my change the game for me today. Okay. His first movie. Tony Scott's first movie. I'm not saying it's even the greatest movie because the story is so loose in this thing like you have to put a lot together yourself and then apparently they changed the ending so it almost doesn't make sense stylistically i don't think i've ever seen anything like this it's not where his career ended up going no like he was just experimenting but like all right i'm a huge bowie fan obviously so whatever you know crucify me but like sexy whoo Sexy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Susan Sarandon. Um, uh, love scene. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to say it like a, not a filthy manner. Um, and like the, dude, the movie starts off with like Bowie and the chick like seducing a couple at a, at a 
like a new wave club and bringing them back and uh, some sexiness ensues and then they you know drink their blood. It's not even close to your like average vampire tale, but man, like stylistically, I I just can't say enough about this movie. Like everything's in shadow. Like nothing is clear. Yeah. Everything's in shadow. Um, the way they cut between almost three different scenes, but it all makes sense into one idea. Man, it just it it changed me today when like because I knew about it. I, obviously, who doesn't know about the hunger? But like I'd never watched it. And I was like, man, like to not put that high, right? High. I really messed yes, that up. I... High. Um, it can't be top five because the top five to me, what I have here is like, it's not better than any of these. But stylistically, uh, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the music in it, especially too. Um, Iggy Pop stuff and yeah, just like yeah. that new, uh, new wave I stuff. I haven't seen this one in so long. Yeah, it's really good. And the makeup, it's Dick Smith makeup. On uh, Bowie when he like ages rapidly, he ages like sixty years while he's sitting in a waiting room for three hours. Like it's it's pretty wild. Um, once again, HBO Max. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. it. It you know what it like? It's like it was like possession for me, where I really didn't know what I was getting into, and I watched it and I was like, this is awesome. Yeah, I still have it. Um... It sounds like they're going to do... So there's a 4K release going around theaters right now. And I'm hoping that means a 4K Blu-ray is going to come out. Because I don't know why it wouldn't if they well, did it 4K. I'm definitely going to pick it up on Blu-ray when I when I can. It's just so expensive. Is it? Yeah, it's not really in print anymore. Uh, I know hopefully it... Uh, this, hopefully this 4K comes out. I know it became... It was one of those movies that became more popular as time went along, for sure. Man was good. It really, like, I, I tried to take a nap. If you were looking at my uh, Instagram today, I was asking people, like, pre-shower nap or post-shower nap? So I was like, post-shower won the thing. So I was like, all right, let me take my shower and lay down. I'll put the hunger on and probably just, like, nod off. Could not. <laughs> I was I was sucked right into it. Sexy. Mm. <laughs> all right. I'm going a little rogue here. This was much lower on my list, but oh my. I just really want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's still on my list. But top five is is dangerous grounds for this, but it is it is just good. I can't believe you're putting this at number five. Okay, at number five, Ridley Scott, Vinny selected Black Rain. Mm. I don't mm. know what Black mm. Rain is. You never seen Black Rain? What's Black Rain? Michael Douglas and Andy Garcia. I've never. Oh my god! Battling the y- Yakuza. What? Yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. It is. So ridiculous. Just proof that these two have so many movies that I'm like, I don't oh, even yeah. know that one. Um, this movie's bananas. It, it's it's uh, Battle in the Yakuza. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Douglas at his 1989 finest. Like, just, I mean, he might as well have had his tip of his nose dipped in cocaine for this thing. <laughs> I mean, he was just, he's just wild. Like, they, I think Ridley Scott was like, Here's the premise of the movie. Here's what I'm going for. I'm going to do all my cool Ridley Scott cinematography and stylized, uh, you know, shooting. Michael Douglas, just do a bunch of coke and go wild. <laughs> because he's just he's just a madman in this. Like, he's doing all these one-liners, having all these, like, aggressive uh, uh, snaps of, like, um, like a temper tantrums. It's, it's very strange. And then Andy Garcia is, I love Andy Garcia. What's he doing it? 
Huh? What's par- Andy? They're partners. Oh, okay. Um, wow, man, this one definitely is not on my radar. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a very simple story. They're, they're trying to bring down the Yakuza. I mean, that's it? Blood, yeah. gore? What? What's like the, the gist here? Oh, yeah, lots of uh, blood and gore. Lots of action and violence. And lots of Michael Douglas just trying to uh, <laughs> be as ridiculous as he can be. <laughs> you got to see it just for that. Oh, man. But And also, I wanted to put it on the list because it's... It, it was 89, so it's still early Ridley Scott, but it was such similar to Tony Scott and um, Jesus Christ, what was the movie you were talking about? The Hunger? The Hunger. It was like a departure from where their styles ended up going when they really got into like their wheelhouse of cranking out blockbuster movies. Yeah, well, Tony, I mean, Tony pretty much, like, redefined, I wouldn't say redefined, but, like, took over the action scene. Yeah. Like... Big uh, big time. Yeah. And this was nothing like what Ridley Scott became. I mean, you still see the traits that he had with, like, his brilliant filmmaking, but it's just a, a wacky movie. All right. I wasn't ready for this one because I, I didn't know about but it really yeah, just... interesting. What do you mean it was interesting? It's interesting. Just threw a wrench in my... So you didn't like uh, it? I don't think there's any Michael Douglas butt in this, though. Mm. Does he try to have sex with every woman in the movie? Yes. Oh, okay. Then. <laughs> yeah, but no butt. That's weird. Yeah. I want. <laughs> I just want to put an episode up where it's just the Michael Douglas from Disclosure. Thing. <laughs> the, the whole episode is just two minutes of that. Um, but you just threw a wrench in my top five. I'm like, now I'm. I threw a big wrench in my own top five. Yeah. That... Now there's one. Of two movies that are probably not going to make it. I'm going to be very sad. <sighs> I mean, I, I knocked out one of mine. All oh, right. Shit. I knocked out one of mine top four. We're at four, second. right? We are at four. <sighs> Vinny, you and your black rain and your cocaine Michael Douglas tearing me apart. <gasps> I don't know if Vinny's going to like this. I don't care if he likes it or not. <laughs> At number four, Jeff has selected Gladiator. Oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah. How do you put that at four? Because I told you. It, it, first of all, you literally prefaced the episode with, this is not a definitive list. This is our personal fiction. Sorry. Blah, 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 blah. That is not a number four. Well, That's got to be top three. It, top four is top three. Mm. Top three. All right. It was my number one. Okay. Fair enough. And now I'm going to fuck you up my number one in revenge. <laughs> I did not revenge on me. <laughs> I don't care. Um, it's Gladiator. I it's, think it was voted one of like the greatest movies of all it is, time. I mean, it is an, a masterpiece, and it's one of those movies that I put in the same bubble as like Jaws and Psycho, where it's nearly flawless. Like it's it's just brilliant, brilliant movie. Jaws and Psycho. It's... I love. Like, what else do you put I, into like that? I so mean, I guess I can't, only because it's. Built upon the the Coliseum stuff, the giant set pieces. Yeah, that's why. It's so and and I know, but Jaws and Psycho are built on like story. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. But I just mean there's I can't. I have seen this movie more than I can even count, and I have so much fun watching it, and I can I dissect it every single time I watch it, and I can't find a flaw in this thing. There's well, no there's, point where, like, ah, oh, that, that part could be better. Isn't there a scene where, like, one of the guys in the background, you can see he has sneakers on or something? 
I'm just saying, I don't if you're dissecting it. I mean, the technical it. flaw. <laughs> I mean, just in the filmmaking and how no, it's the, is. it's great. And the acting and the writing. There's and... not a person on the planet that goes, Gladiator. Yeah, I don't really like that movie. That, that doesn't exist. I'm sure it does. You think so? Got, That's crazy. I'm sure there's frittatas. I there. mean, there's stuff like, like me where I'm like, I don't like Scarface. But like, Gladiator? Mm. Gladiator. Mm. Mm. So good. Yeah, so good. I mean, it's quotable. Gladiators, I salute you. I think it put Joaquin on the map. So that's the other thing. Joaquin Phoenix's performance in this. So I saw this young. When when did Gladiator come out? 98, 99. So I, I saw it young, younger than I probably should have. And I immediately fell in love with it. And I immediately had the most strong hatred for Joaquin Phoenix just because of this role. I was like, why? Well, I, I hate him. So mine was reverse, actually, because I had seen... Eight millimeter before this, and I loved him in that as um, Max California. Mm-hmm. So to see him be this was like, oh, like I really like that guy as an actor, and now he's doing doing this. Oh, <laughs> I mean one of the, I mean one of the best villains ever on film. Oh yeah, no doubt. I mean, no doubt. Just he's just a ruthless bitch. <laughs> yeah, just just awful. But like the delivery of his lines, like are just so. It is, like, I, I, I now I watch it and I love him because it's like the whole heel thing. Remember, uh, I hated Seth Rollins and, I, uh, and I was like, ah. Oh, but now you start to love him yeah. just because you hate him so much. Yeah, just the way he uh, his like condescending speak. Yeah. Ugh, ugh, it's vile. I want to spit on him. I will hold the people to my bosom. <laughs> you ever held a leper? <laughs> yeah, it's. I'm vexed. I'm terribly vexed. How long is that movie? Like two and a half. Yeah, that's a big boy. I don't care. I'm just <laughs> saying. That's a. I watched it again big... the other night. I was like, I don't need to watch Damn. it. I can, quote, <laughs> I can quote this whole movie from start to finish. I don't need to watch it, but I'm going to. And I had a blast doing it. You want to know what I uh, Quoting it by myself, yelling back to the bedroom. I was like, I remember this part. You want to know what I watched the other night? Hmm. Uh, this old house? It's married with children. <laughs> <laughs> when I could have had a, a movie on. <laughs> um. And then... Um, what are they just going to talk about? I don't know. You're going on I mean, about Russell Crowe. Oh, well, yeah. It's a, it's a simple role, but he nails it. Yeah. Um, it's his coming out party, man. Yeah. That um, the opening battle. With, with the it, ash falling. Oh, yeah. Oof. And the Oof, uh, uh, barbarians with their little speech that we can't understand. Resvahula. <laughs> Ooh. Great stuff. Great, great, great stuff. Yeah, no. Should be number one. All right. I mean, look. Arguable, obviously, is why we do this. It can't be number one because this is a personal list. Also, soundtrack, unbelievable. I mean, not soundtrack, score. Oh, okay. I was going to say, sound. Like, I looked uh, at <laughs> soundtrack, uh, huh? Some little Richard on there. It's <laughs> unbelievable how the music matches the emotions of the of what's going yeah. on in the movie. I still cry at the end every time I watch it. Man, I don't think I can cry anymore at movies. There's only certain ones. Yeah, I almost cried. Gladiator every time, warrior every time. I almost cried on uh, what we do in the shadows the other night. Really? Oh, I finished that by the way. You almost cried from what we do in the shadows. <laughs> yeah. I'm concerned now. Yeah, I'm concerned too. <laughs> the little doll ran away. Not just doll. It ran away, and I was like sad. Oh really? Because she's such an adorable little doll. And <laughs> she felt neglected. Yeah, I don't well, know. I won't cry from that. I don't know. I had a long day. <laughs> <laughs> long day at work. Yeah. What we do in the shadows really got me down. Now, you know, you're laughing one minute and you're crying the next. 
Very good season, by the way. You need to get on. That. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm definitely yeah. gonna finish it. What else can I say about Gladiator? I mean, keep producer, going what do you, you say about Gladiator? Yeah, chime in, please. Can you throw a quote at us? No, I can't throw. A quote oh my at god! You, but I do love this movie, and I stayed up watching this till like what one thirty in the morning. Is it because of all I, the hunky men? And I had to get up at four thirty, and I didn't care because I just can't stop watching. Like you just can't turn it off. It's, you have to watch it to the end. It's good. I'm drawing a blank on my favorite. I, I can quote this whole movie. I can't think of some of my favorites. I mean, Are You Not Entertained is well, yeah, the best. I think it's because it, it works in public settings all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Um, and everyone actually, knows what you're talking about. Um, Oliver Reed, as like the leader, you know, the boss of the gladiators, mm-hmm. he... Uh, had some of the greatest quotes, and I can't think of what they are. Other than the gladiators, we salute you. Yeah, I mean, right. it's people. I, look, if you're listening to this show and you haven't seen Gladiator, you're silly. You're a silly person. God, it's so good. What's going on? Whoa, now? whoa, <laughs> whoa! We silence our phones during recording time. <laughs> All right, so no, now so we silence our animals, please. I have the burden of number three. Probably knocking uh, a movie off that really deserves to be up there. I think I know what you're talking about, but I'm okay. With, I mean, it's a very good movie. I'm not okay with knocking it off, but it happens. That's what these are all about. I mean, I'm basically going to scroll through both directors' filmographies when we're done. This. Oh, please do. And yeah. we're just going to go, oh, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> okay. Ridley Scott making a comeback at number three. Vinny has selected Alien. Oh, oh it stings. <laughs> No, it's, a, it's my number two. It's my number three. It's all right in place. But it proves my point that this movie is not going to get on there. It's sad. Um, sorry. Go ahead. I think I know. I don't know. Okay. Um, Alien. I mean, there's not much to say. It is a... This and Aliens is a one-two punch. You have the horror movie. Then you have the action movie. Um, Ridley Scott. And I actually learned this from watching the... The Netflix John, he was new to directing and producing and writing. He saw Star Wars and he said, I should be making that. And this was his answer. And talk about like do-it-yourself set design, like building the ship, building the alien. I mean, like massively done with no money, no technology. Um, The ship looks awesome. The whole movie the alien is, of course, just, like, completely uh, menacing and scary. And he made, again, going back to, like, sort of, like, the slasher um, comparison. Like, it was... Oh, it's absolutely a slasher. It's a sci-fi slasher with an alien mm-hmm. on a spaceship. And it plays the Jaws card, where you don't even see that mofo till yeah, real yeah. late. And that was just because of budget and having the ability to make it yeah. they still made it like terrifying and then when you finally see it the reveal is freaking awesome yeah i think this had um a reputation i i, I god i can't remember i i go by what my dad says my dad is not a big movie guy but there's a few movies where like the reputation was like you gotta see this like it's legit scary and it was like the exorcist jaws and alien because alien was like you the jaws syndrome where it was like well, what do we uh, all this scary stuff's happening then that big reveal and it's like ah everyone goes nuts yeah so well done and 
Um, again, early on in very early on in Ridley Scott's career, but you could see where his his vision and his directing was was going, and the fact that he's able to put this together so young is just really really amazing. And and that he discovers Gordon Weaver. Well, and, I was gonna say this is like an having, all all British cast, right? Except for her, really. Uh, yeah, pretty much. No, Harry Dean Stanton is he British? No, I don't know. But I love him in this. But uh, it's a big British production. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh Ian, wait, Lance. Uh, Ian Holm. Lance Hendrickson in this too? Mm-mm. No, just in the second one. Yeah. Oh, okay. But Bishop's but yeah. in it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. What was I going to say? Mm-hmm. Oh, discovering Scorning Weaver, having that strong female lead back yeah. when that wasn't a thing at all. Um, yeah. It's yeah, a, it was it a, a freaking classic. Yeah. it's. I think the problem, not the problem with this one, there's no problem with it. I think Aliens overshadows it. Well, this music has so much more. Of, I know, of the alien but I think there's it. a lot of people who... This was much more of a slow burn. Yeah, absolutely. And I think there's a a, a lot of people who overlook it in that and sense. They yeah. Um and I'm, I'm not trying to be that old man yelling at the the clouds kind of deal, but I feel like if the younger generation, let me shake my fist while I say it. The younger generation, these kids, they don't they don't like um the slow burn, the the building and all that stuff or they want everything, you know, they want that not torture porn, but they want, you know, everything to happen like now, now, now. I mean I mean with the mainstream really young audience, I think, there's still plenty of slow burns. There's still plenty of the ending without explaining the ending, which pisses some off and excites others. Like I guess. I don't know. I just I feel like I've shown another... But like as far as your blockbusters go. Yeah, I just I always uh, equate it to like um when I show people Dawn of the Dead, you can tell what kind of person they are when you watch the original Dawn of the Dead with somebody. Because they're like, well, this is boring. Why is the blood so red? Like, the, like you get all the stupid, like, no, I shouldn't say stupid. Not everyone's stupid. But you get all that stuff, and it's like, well, you have to think. And the dread is not immediate. It's these zombies. They're, they're all going to be there at one point. <laughs> at some point, there's going to be thousands of zombies there. Um, um, yeah, you should have. Uh... Start using that as a first date movie. So then you could just weed him out real quick. I wish. I wish I could get a date. What's up? Check me out. <laughs> <laughs> on the Insta. Check me out on the uh, Instagram. Uh, all right. Number two. Let's see. Hope you didn't fuck this up. Yeah. Um, put my foot in your butt. Ah, I got to cramp really surprised it. by this. At number two, Jeff has selected American Gangster. Uh oh, he's deep. Where did you have it? Not even on I your list. How? I mean, this th- is Kurt Russell and Denzel. I know, and Denzel's performance. Oh my god, that's so good. But now you just really screwed up my number one. Nope, no, I didn't. Because your number one is the only number one. I'm sorry, I got a cramp in my knee. We got to get new chairs or something. Whew. This is the, I think this is the second show in a row where I've got like a cramp in my leg. Don't blame the chair. It's something. It's this cold basement or these hard wooden floors. I don't know. We should just move all the equipment to my house. Carpet. Carpet. American. And it's about 80 degrees in there at all times. Yeah, I'm not recording in that. It's great. Um, 
American Gangster, man, what a like another one that's like two and a half hours long, by the way. But man, the story is just so. I mean, you get it start to finish, and like it's true? Question mark? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Denzel in it, Kurt Russell in it, just this whole like world of crime and the, the, the building of an empire. Yeah, yeah. like from. The, this not the slums of Georgia, but like the uh, the plantations in in Georgia, mm-hmm. all the way like the big like oh man, it's so good and I think it won a bunch of awards too, didn't it? Like it it wasn't like it just oh, yeah, it was, fell under the radar. No, nah, yeah, it like was. Uh, I don't remember how many, but it was very Oscar heavy. Is this the one Denzel got Best Actor for, or was that Training Day? Look into that while. Well, we're doing this because I, I remember people were bitching because it was like it took Denzel playing a, a bad guy to, to get his Oscar. And it's like, well, Denzel put on puts on hell of a performance and like everything. Um, yeah, so this one, I mean, this is a great. He's nominated for 21 awards. Damn. This didn't make my list just because there were certain things. Yeah, like uh, cocaine Michael Douglas. Yes. <laughs> um, Denzel's amazing in this. I don't like Russell Crowe in this. Really? I feel like they could have had anybody do that. I, but I feel like it brought out a different side of him. You almost get like a, I don't want to say a fun Russell Crowe, but this is like the first time you've seen him like not be some sort of serious badass or something. Yeah, I guess. I mean, in my case, at least. I just feel like anyone could have done that role. That's mean. Why would you say that? Did you find out the awards? Uh, we have yeah. the producer looking into it. Yeah, I, it wasn't for this. Um, it's fun when the producer like looks up stuff for us because that's what producers are supposed well, to do. Well, it was nominated for twenty one awards. Yeah, that's that's the a two shit ton. Oscar nominations. Denzel wasn't even best um, art direction and best supporting. Wasn't even oh, not twenty one Oscars, just twenty one awards overall. 20, yeah, two uh, Oscars, but mind. not so Denzel. Yeah, I thought it was more. I thought it was one of those movies that just like racked them up. Yeah, I don't I'm know. I, Denzel I, didn't get nominated for this. I loved it. Oh yeah, it's great. I mean. To put it above Gladiator, all right, maybe I'm stretching. What? Don't give me a look like that. Um, it's a big stretch. But I, it's more entertaining to me. That's all. It's just. Nah. All right. Th- dude, that's fine. I mean, look, you think you're. In- and now you knocked off. Or I guess I knocked off was a black ring. Because I was going to put that in place of. But I just want to talk about black ring. <laughs> well, that's a stupid reason to be putting movies on the list. <laughs> well, it was. On the list. There's a whole discard to, list to talk about. <laughs> All right, pick your number one in, in this misery of mine. You already well, know what number one is. I it's know. Obvious. And I feel like I sort of won by forcing this by to number forcing one. This to number one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. At number one, Tony Scott, True Romance. Oh, yeah. God, I love this movie. So good. My, okay, no, my I, number one, by the way. I love every minute of this movie. Um, I feel like... It's so quirky. This might get retired. Because this was on another list. Yeah, but was it number one? On the Tarantino, Tarantino list? list? It was number one. Was it number one? It was, yeah. Oh, boy. Retired. <laughs> this might get retired. <laughs> um, no, me it was number one. Huh? Maybe it wasn't number one. We'll have to go back and look. Top three. We'll, we'll get back to it. Um... I mean, I just love this movie. It's uh, it's a blast. It's super quirky. Oh. It's this is where I think Tony Scott like 
really showed his talent and colors and like here's what I'm doing and here's what I'm gonna be doing mm-hmm. and who's along for the ride and yeah. just everybody was yeah and it's um it's one of those cases too where he was given such a well written script and then or whatever you call it treatment whatever Tarantino did with it but then he directs it right and then Tarantino comes along and starts doing his own thing and now all these years later you can look at True Romance and be like, oh, that's a Tarantino movie, even though Tony Scott made it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, this dude did Tarantino before Tarantino. Like, that's, it's wild to say. <laughs> this, this dude. Yeah. This, this British gentleman. <laughs> so good. Um, yeah, like, I don't even want to, we don't have to recite the lines or go over the amazing cast. Um, or, Open. Who? Gary Oldman. Who's that? Drexel. I know. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, all the stuff he does God. with uh, colors and dude, the the, score, the camera work, the score, score. Like, the, 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 like the xylophone stuff. Yep. It's so bright. Yep. Like yeah, it's just... well, that's my boy who worked with um, both the Scott brothers frequently. My boy Hans Zimmer. Oh well, he's like the dude, man. Yeah, he, he is. is dude. He is the dude. Him and Elfman. I don't think him, Elfman, and. Um, John Williams. Mm, yeah. Tyler Bate was in the discussion for a little bit. Uh, he, I don't think he picked his movies well, though. If that, if he even picks them. I don't know how that whole thing works if you just get contracts at work. But Tyler Bate, I like his stuff, too. And Trent Reznor. I like his stuff a lot. I'm a huge Nine Inch Nails guy. I would love to see a documentary about writing of scores. Because... When you're contracted and, and like you're not John Carpenter writing your own score, like what do they do? They set the Friday the Thirteenth movies, uh, the box set especially. I don't know if it was a new feature or not, but Harry Manfredini, they go pretty deep with him about like what he was doing and how it became, and like it, it's pretty good and it's it yeah it's very interesting. Like I don't know a thing about you know orchestra or anything like that, but like. The way like these guys watch the movie and they come up with like how it should be and you know build they build the scene because all they're working with is a rough print yeah of just yeah. you know all right here he comes he's gonna come out of the house rah producer I see you making all sorts of faces you got cards everywhere what's Yo, happening <laughs> I don't know I'm just rearranging the cards are you trying to figure out which Scott brother reigns supreme I was well who is it. Actually, a tie. Whoa! All right. Five and five. Which is as it should be. I was gonna say, which is really fitting. Yeah, because as it should be. I was just making sure I was because correct. that's a good segue into. I love them both equally. The um, the discards, quote unquote, we'll say because I feel like if we have a huge listener base, which we don't, we are gonna catch heat for not putting Blade Runner on there. Yeah, it wasn't on my list. No. I, 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 I mean, I don't care. I, I like Blade Runner, but saying, I don't. I feel like we'd. Catch I'm not it. as enthralled with that one. I think this may be. So I had a note here. I was telling you about it before we started recording. I just have Ridley kind of getting crazy, and I think it was because he just keeps rehashing Blade Runner and Alien and trying to like build on and build more and retcon. But now, but now he's finally broke free of that and. His newest, uh, John, uh, The Last Duel, is yeah, getting, I just saw. Is, is getting like rave reviews. Yeah. So I, I'm really excited to see that one. 
Yeah. Um, How about... It looks like Matt Damon is going to be particularly wacky in that. Yeah, and that's another thing. Well, like, going back to the quality of actor, they all seem to get multiple uh, performances from people. Mm-hmm. Um, the only one I really noticed that doesn't have, like, a, a couple movies with them is Eddie Murphy with Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. Two, right? Yeah. Two. So, I think the biggest tragedy of not being on the list, and it was going to be my number one after Gladiator came my number one, is Crimson Tide. God. Uh, you love some war movies. Dan, that's a good movie. Yeah, see, I'm not into the, the war movies. That's why. Well, but it's a submarine movie, so it's not like... I mean, it's... A war movie in a sense. What, what, what else it. do you use submarines? Yeah, but like it's not war, it's not, it's not battles or I mean there is um, some strategy going on. But this one, being on a submarine and in those close quarters, really Scott basically just quite literally pitted uh, Gene Hackman and Denzel Washington against each other. Like their characters and the whole plot of the movie is they're against each other. But even like their acting chops. They want he had wanted them to go at it and they did like okay. here's the here's the young upcoming bull here's Gene Hackman the old guy like and they like their their dialogue is unbelievable yeah I feel like Hackman's that kind of actor like oh I, my I God. think he's a you put um, him over yeah that's what I was gonna say I think he's a giver yeah I think if he was a wrestler he'd be bumping yeah um he just seems like that guy like I don't know if you ever seen the Royal Tenenbaums mm-hmm. but like he just gives in that movie like he's just a joke the whole yeah. movie like that everyone just shits on him but I, I feel like that's how he is as an actor and I think it's one of those things where you're such a good actor that you're secure yeah and you're not worried about the new up and coming bull it's like I can put this guy over and I can get myself over at the same time but it was just crazy because like that's what the movie was about but you also see it with their acting styles so the whole premise is um uh, fictionalized Cold War with Russia. Um, this rogue militia group got their hands on a bunch of nukes and were threatening to um, nuke United States. Gene Hackman is the captain of this nuclear sub, and he's like the old guy. He's close to retirement. He's old school, um, old school military, old school leadership styles, all that stuff. Here comes Denzel. Um, Gene Hackman hired him to be his XO, number two in command of the sub. He's fresh out of Annapolis, has all these degrees in, um, um, Jesus Christ. Not, Submarining? No, no, no. Not, <laughs> not theology, but... Uh, Religion? No. Um, I don't know. Thinking. <laughs> oh. Um, Jesus philosophy? Christ. Philosophy? Philosophy, thank you. <laughs> thinking. <laughs> um, has all these degrees in philosophy. I can't think good. they just... And Gene Hackman's kind of like undermining them, and they're just they're going back and forth, and then shit hits the fan. So they they get this message, this telecom that uh, Russia is about to nuke United States. So send your nuke to Russia. But then the telegram gets like interrupted, and they don't get the final confirm on whether to send the nuke. So Gene's like Gene Hackman's character is like well. The orders we have in hand send, send say send the nuke, so let's send it. And Denzel's like being the rational. He's like, well, we don't have the full confirmation. We can't just nuke Russia and start a nuclear holocaust without knowing for sure. We have to go up to the surface surface and get more communication. And Hackman's like, no, launch. And this whole mutiny starts. It's ah, oh, it's amazing, amazing. Steph, what do you think? 
Oh, you were in it, into it at the end. At the end, but I did fall asleep in the middle. Yes, you did. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, then, it, then it ends all nice, nice. My number nine, which was the answer to trivia, Hannibal. I just really like that movie. There's it's nothing like, super special about it. Yeah. It's just really entertaining. It gets a lot of hate. Yeah, it's just really entertaining, though. It yeah. really is. Like I think. <laughs> This is going to sound bad, and I'm not trying to shit on anybody. I feel like if Ray Liotta's in it, for some reason, people are just like, oh, this is probably trash. I highly disagree. Really? I love Ray Liotta. I'm not saying I got a problem with Ray Liotta. You ever seen in... Turbulence? No. Uh, maybe? Lauren Holly? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you ever seen Turbulence 3? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're a little uh, out of my wheelhouse on that. We'll one. have to do that for a watch this or die. It's, uh, what the hell is it called? Turbulence 3... Heavy metal. Heavy metal. Heavy metal. Yeah. And uh, does it shred? So this uh, real quick, just tangent. Turbulence three. Heavy metal. Plane is going to be uh, hosting a heavy metal concert in the air. Oh. Like virtual, but the band's going to perform in the air. Band ends up being terrorists. Takes over the plane. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Okay. I'm stifled. <laughs> Ray Liotta didn't make it out for that one. Uh, he, didn't, he didn't show they, up. They didn't pick Ray Liotta's <laughs> option up for that one. Take a walk, Ray Liotta. We don't need you. How about uh, Man on Fire? Another Denzel. Great one. Yeah, it's... What? Super... Producer is giving me... I going to say something negative about it. No! Another Denzel. But that's... That's the problem with the list. It's like... I can't have a list of Denzel. The yeah. dude's a great actor. Don't get me freaking wrong. But, like, you know, I wanted to get Prometheus in here. Yeah. And it, it didn't happen. I uh, love I Prometheus. Prometheus. And that, another one. Also gets, gets a lot of hate. That's what I was just about to say. So, and then, Alien Covenant deserves the hate. Okay, so here's where I was just about to go with that. Alien Covenant. Still have not watched it because all I've heard is bad things. I'm looking around the internet. It's getting, like... Sixes and sevens on sites, so it can't be that bad. Oh, I mean, I'm not saying it's unwatchable. I would say, especially just for being a completionist of the Alien franchise, it's definitely worth a watch. All right, well, I mean, it's better than Resurrection. Well, I, I've just been holding out because everyone's like, ah, oh, yeah, it. like <laughs> I mean, borrow it when you leave tonight. It's, yeah, I mean, it's still. It's... No, I'll hold on to that movie. You know, I'll have that for like oh, two yeah, years. <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna get around to it after uh, I've finished. Trailer Park Boys. I mean, I'm, I'm fine with it. It's just, it's just out of the whole franchise, it's pretty, it's low on the list for me. Now, if you think, do you think I should say, if Resurrection would have got continued with like the the human alien hybrids, there would have been something there. Mm, no. 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 Is that? That movie's terrible. <laughs> I'm not saying it's good. I'm that. saying it's an interesting. They got all. They, you can't make alien all artsy fartsy in French. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> That's just how it is. Um, apologies to France. <laughs> I love your fries. <laughs> um, I did find that a show that my dad loves, The Good Wife, was produced by the Scott brothers. I did see that. I, and I was that. very shocked. And then, also, apparently Tony Scott planned on remaking The Warriors for, like, modern times with Gangs of L.A. That would have been, been super wild. Cool. 
it sounded like it was going to be wild. But apparently it's one of those things he talked about doing for like years and years and years and never did. Then he passed in 2012. Um, what else do I got here? Enemy of the State. Good stuff. Will Smith. Will Smith. Gene, Gene Hackman. Hackman again. Yeah. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think we, I hit on it. Deja Vu was fine. Uh, what's Deja Vu? Which one's that? Denzel again. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, he basically has so a uh, there's a terrorist attack. It's <laughs> a common theme here, isn't there? There's a terrorist attack, yeah. and he's a, and Denzel has this ability to like look back. Yeah. Right. I, I remember. Yeah. yeah. Really? So I said there's nothing. Isn't Josh Hartnett in that too? Yeah, uh, no. 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 Um. So I said for both these guys, there's not a film that I don't like, and I guess that was a bit of a lie, but there, Tony Scott has one that I genuinely hate. What it is? The Taking of Pelham 1, 2, 3. The original? No, I love the original. The original is with Walter Matthau, yes. right? Yeah, okay, yeah. And then Tony Scott attempted a remake in 2009 with John Travolta and Denzel. Oh, wow. Which I thought was going to be awesome. I was like, oh. What a great way to do a re like, you know, John Travolta and Denzel. Yeah, I, I vaguely remember it that. Was, ugh, bad, 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 bad. I remember there was a remake. I couldn't, I couldn't Don't have told you who it. was it in was it. Bad. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the original is great with Walter Matthau. Oh, when he, when he hears him sneeze. <laughs> Walter Matthau. <laughs> That's bad news bears <laughs> for you, Mister Powers. Walter Matthau. I wish I did a good like Walter Matthau impersonation. Um, <laughs> so such a great voice. G.I. Jane. Uh, I do love some G.I. Jane. I don't know. To me, more guy. Yeah, it's not like hardcore and like, I'm going to be a fucking Marine. <laughs> Maybe SEAL or whatever. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, there's some stuff. Like, there's just certain genres that don't appeal to me. Yeah, why don't you like war movies? It's not that I... Well, I guess I don't like war movies, but it's because I love westerns. So? Yeah, I was waiting I for Black, Black Hawk, Hawk Down. Down. Yeah, I, I worked Black with a guy who was part of that mission. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, you told me that. Yeah, he was. Um, uh, I won't name names, but he cause he was like super. Uh, he didn't. It came out sort of by accident. We were just talking one day, but he was involved with the making of. He was a um, a consultant. He's not credited because he want he wanted no parts of really re, re what talking. Is he? I don't remember what he did. He was part of the rescue mission though. He was part of the mission to get those guys out of there. Like he went in and pulled them out. Um, I can't remember. I mean, I was like eighteen when I worked with him. So I feel like he would have to be a ranger or Delta, something maybe? like that. Probably but, a ranger. But I mean, he had all the the tattoo. Like he was yeah. legit, dude. He um, but younger guy. You know, he was like in his like late twenties. Um, did not really want to talk. I forget why it came out too. It was just like. I think one guy I wanted to work with was, like, trying to be an actor. Like, he was going, like, acting classes, and they, they came up through that or something like mm. that. But, uh, yeah, I'm surprised that wasn't on your list. I thought for sure it would be in there. Um, and yeah, I love that movie. But, I mean, it's really well – it's it's a very well-made war movie, but it's, it's just – I mean, like, the it was shot awesome, but it's just so much about – war and strategy like there's not really much else to it other than like, the action and yeah, yeah fair enough yeah. yeah i don't know what it is i'm just not a huge war movie guy i like saving private ryan a lot 
Um, well, if you like that one, then yeah, I mean, there should be other ones you like. I'm sure there is. It's just hard for me. You know, I'm busy watching Andy Milligan trash and um, start watching war movies. Let's do a war movie draft. Oh my god, dude! Uh, you'll like just sit here. This will that that'll go for days. <laughs> You thought Deep Blue Sea was bad. I could just see where this one would go. I would love a war movie draft. You can do that with, like... Let's get your dad on. I'll... Shit, I don't even know if he... My dad would, like, ruin it for you because he would be, like, um... Kelly's Heroes. <laughs> and you'd be like, what? Kelly's Heroes? Ah, <laughs> oh, God. And well, I thought you were going to say, like, Midway or Tour Tour. Well, then, yeah, I was going to say he'd go back to, like, all the John Wayne stuff right. and... Uh, I do love Kelly's Heroes, though. I like Body of Lies. I like Robin Hood. Spygate. Men in Tights? Well, no, but the Robin Hood. It was basically... They were <laughs> With Kurt to, Russell? Yeah, they were trying yeah. to do, like, yeah, Body Eater again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Men in Tights is... The oh, The Martian? Film. Yeah, I, I didn't see that. The Martian was really good. Yeah, I heard it was really good. Um, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon. Yeah, I, I'd never seen that. That that's the um, what what was the other Interstellar? I think they came out around the same mm. time. I didn't both ne- really long. Yeah, neither of them really interested me. What's the other one, dude? Interstellar with McConaughey. That's Interstellar. All right, what's the one I'm thinking of with George Clooney? Oh, uh, when um, him and Sandra Bullock are in space. Yeah, and <laughs> she gets she gets knocked out into space. Sure, floating out there. Yeah, that's an intense movie. Is it? Interstellar took me forever to see because it's so long. And I heard that it's, like, really based on, like, there's a lot of talk of, like, math and science. Ugh, I don't like math. But, uh, goddamn, I ate, like, a handful of uh, weed gummies. Oh, boy. I came, came down here and threw on the 4K, <laughs> blasting the volume. It scared me. <laughs> like, it was, oh, man, it, like, ruined my day. Like, it's it's a wild movie. Ah, uh, space! <laughs> it's a wild movie. And, like, so, like, he's... He's traveling further in space than any human has before to find an inhabitable planet. And when you travel that far, like, it messes with time. Yeah, it's light years and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, and then he, like, went to this one planet that ended up being just a water planet. And then he realized that, like, he lost 40 years. And I was like, oh, my God, I was high as fuck. I was like, oh, my <laughs> God. I was like, wait, how do you even handle that? Like, how do you mentally handle knowing you got out to the ship and lost 40 years of your life but, like, haven't aged? Ugh wild stuff that is wild um all right i think that's all i want to talk yeah. about with those guys that's that's good that's good stuff i mean that's a... i'm excited for the last for the last duel too i'm just oh, two and a half hours again he he, he <laughs> loves putting out epics five five final score the cage match ends in a draw all right i'll give us a playback of what the list ended up being oh boy all right Hey, you might have messed up the order, oh, but boy. I think at number 10... You have one job. <laughs> Sorry, number 10, Magic Men. Number 9, Unstoppable. Number 8, Top Gun. Number 7, The Last Boy Scout. Number 6, The Hunger. Number 5, Black Rain. Screwing up the list. Yeah, was that's the one. That number 4, Gladiator. Number 3, Alien. Number 2, American Gangster. And number 1... Romance. Yeah. Black Rain belongs it, it just as much as The Hunger. The Hunger. <laughs> just as much. I mean, you have seen Black Rain. I know. And when I told you it was Andy Garcia and Michael Douglas battling the Yakuza, you're like, oh, 
Well, yeah, we're that's, excited. That's some wild stuff. <laughs> and I believe Michael Douglas's hair was feathered. <laughs> well, if he was on all that cocaine, I'm sure it was. Oh, man. All right. Do we have any uh, closing beers that you wanted to do? Can I give them the one? Okay. Be right back. Yeah. Oh, man. What a list. I, I was that... For me, that was a Vinny list through and through, like I said. This, this No Horror November thing is going to go a lot towards the Vinny side, for sure. Um, he just has the will to watch more movies than me in all genre. He loves watching movies. I know. Plus, he's got you. You get the guys cuddle up. The dogs jump on you. You know, cozy. I just put my heating pad on and hope I don't fall asleep. It's the worst. Normally, I do fall asleep. Well, at least you're there snoring or something, whatever you're doing. So, speaking of the Vinny list, after Nick Cage, I propose we do a heist list. I feel like you uh, you would know some heist movies. Aren't we keeping Nick Cage down the down low? No, are we? Were we? No, we talked about it earlier. Yeah, earlier in the episode. Something we were keeping on the down low. I'll I'll remember it eventually. (laughs) It's probably still on the down low. Uh, What about a heist list? Yeah, we talked about that. That'd be fun. Yeah. I mean, it's November. There's a clear-cut number one. I don't want to hear a fucking word about it. Uh, that's fine, but remember, it's only one month. <laughs> yeah, so we can get two more episodes in. Mm-hmm. Nick Cage, heist. Steph, mm-hmm. you know number one. I know number one. All right, all right. Another nearly flawless movie. All right, Jesus Christ. Very opinionated. You want me to give you a... No, I don't want any hints. <laughs> if you... Take your shirt off and be very, very aroused. There was. <laughs> He's not talking um, to me. <laughs> what's, the, what's the quote I was going to do from the movie? Great ass! <laughs> you know what that is? No. All right. Was... Closing beers. <laughs> so, this is a, uh, a local treat. Any of our listeners outside of the uh, tri state area or Florida, oddly enough, won't know really what we're talking about. But this is from a, this is a collaboration, not between two breweries, but between 2SP Brewing Company, who is a local brewery, and the great Wawa. Which Wawa, I will not call it a gas station. <laughs> the great Wawa. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, they do offer gasoline. They do. But it's a convenience store, as well as a prepared foods establishment. Uh, sandwich shop. It's essentially a sandwich shop at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they also have, and I don't even think this is me being a local, some of the best coffee around. Uh, that Yeah, the Cuban and the Colombian. Oh, God, the Get Cuban is me. fantastic. And they do all their seasonal um, things. They have a whole coffee bar now where you can order lattes and all that crap. Not very good. Just, uh, <laughs> But the, the regular coffee is phenomenal. So anyway, they teamed up to do a coffee stout with the Wawa Winter Reserve Blend coffee, which is quite good in the wintertime. This is the Mocha Latte Stout. And I'm excited. Yeah, me too. I love these. Uh, every year, they do a different one every year? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like I, said, I don't remember Mocha Latte. Now they have uh, some barrel-aged ones. We bought one of those too. oof ah. Asian rum barrels. You would like that. Oh, boy. I don't know. I don't really mess with the rum anymore. No? What about a rum barrel? Well, I don't know. The uh, the Sailor Jerry got to be a problem because I could put down about a bottle of it, and mm-hmm. then it's all sugar, and the hangovers were quite terrible. Maybe if you do like a diet soda with it. Well, I would do ginger ale. 
Diet ginger ale? No, just ginger ale. Well, that's a lot of sugar. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I can get back into like maybe like a highball. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe something classy where I'm sipping on it and not just slugging. <laughs> I, I do like uh, Sailor Jerry. I'm glad you told me that little tidbit is when I'm in the liquor store, you're thinking, like, oh, I should buy a Jeff a bottle of Sailor Jerry as a present. Ooh, I don't want to send you down a dark path. That's delicious. No, if you have it just on hand, I'm talking about like when it's just sitting on my dining room table. That's what I mean. I was going to buy it for you as a gift. Oh, oh, I thought you meant just like at the crib, like sitting here, like, yeah, <laughs> pour yourself a cocktail. Yeah. That's another thing that has gone out the window and I want to bring back. Not me personally because I don't own a home. But yeah, like when people, you'd have guests over and be like, oh, yeah, pour yourself a drink. I mean, or would you like a drink? Can I pour you a drink? Everyone used to have well, like little bars. Like, yeah, give me, give me little bars right here. Yeah, but like, what's the last time someone came over and gave me, like, give me two fingers? Well, <laughs> I offered you a drink tonight. Did you offer me two fingers of scotch? I offered. I don't you. like scotch, but you yeah. could have offered me. Two I have fingers. Irish whiskey. I got bourbon. I have a couple different kinds of tequila. She said, you you, whatever you want. She said, do you want water or PBR? <laughs> 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 and of course, I said PBR. I want your dirty well water? I don't know what kind of snakes are in there. Well, water is delicious. Oh, God. I had some of the worst water in the Poconos last weekend. It's water. Uh, well, they looked at me like, what? <laughs> like, I'll have water, please. But I did have a great cup of coffee. Uh, a little coffee shop in Holly, PA. It was delicious. They canceled the meat raffle, by the way. Yeah, it's bullshit. That was like one of my vacation highlights. You've been that talking got, about that. I know. Right? It's piss off. Oh. Anyway, this beer. <laughs> Quite good. Uh, you definitely get the mocha. The coffee comes through... Yeah, it's strong, but it's pleasant. Wonderful. Like, it's really good. I mean, you drink this in the morning. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> I think I will. <laughs> you know? What what are they gonna say? I wear a mask. They're gonna be like, <laughs> you smell your breath. <laughs> All right, man. Alright, let's wrap this bad boy Yeah, up. so um Scott Brothers ended in a tie. Not surprising. I, I actually let that end in his tie. Yeah. That works out. Same. Um shout outs to Bill at Bucks County Brewery. Shout out to Wawa for being much more than a gas station. <laughs> yes, and having the finest coffee around. Yes. Well, No Horror November has begun, and we will see you next time. So, until then, love, peace, and chicken grease. I'm Jeff He's Vinny, and we're out of here. And we're out. And the winner's hoes, my man. Speech. First of all, I want to thank my connect. Most important person with all due respect. Thanks to the duffel bag, the brown paper bag, the Nike shoe box for holding all this cash. Okay. Boys in blue who agreed before the badge. Okay. The first pusher who ever made the stash. Okay. The rock boys in the building tonight. Hey. Oh, what a feeling I'm feeling like. Hey. Thanks to the lanes, niggas with bad aim. Thanks to a little change, I tore you off the cane. Bullet wounds will stop your buffoonery. Thanks to the pastor rapping at your eulogy. To little Kim and them, you know the women friend who carry the work cross state for a gentleman. Yeah, thanks to all the hustlers. And most importantly, you, the customer. The rock boys in the building tonight. Hey. Oh, what a feeling I'm feeling like. Hey. You don't even gotta bring your paper out. We the dope boys of the year. Drinks is on the house. The, house. the rock boys in the building tonight. Hey. Look at how I'm chilling, I'm killing this ice. Hey. You don't even gotta bring your purses out. We the dope boys of the year. Drinks is on the house.